Episode 28, Finding Your Place. I'm Scott Bunn. Hey, I'm excited. I've got a local guy here that's like really done it on YouTube. Jacob Smith, Dangerville, right? Yes. Dangerville uh, on YouTube. Go check him out. He's almost got 500K subscribers. Um, dude, I am just like impressed. That's so hard. And like, are you from Floyd? Are yeah, you like- no, I've, uh, I was born in Radford. So, and, and then lived in Floyd my pretty much my whole life, moved down to Roanoke for a little bit, but then came back up to Floyd. Cause I just liked the, the kind of chill, kind of more relaxed right. woodsy environment. Yeah. And that's kind of strange for a lot of people in my sort of realm, because usually they're like city folk or hardcore into, you know, they're on the computer or yeah. everything all day. That's not really my vibe. I have to constantly fight between you know, doing my computer work and then out in the garden, you know, before I came over here, I was just in the garden. So that's, wow. so I'm in this weird world of loving both like the ancient ways, but then somehow getting myself, you know, deep into this, this YouTube sort of media world. And, uh, yeah, it's been a fun ride. Well, so. tell me about that journey. Tell me like, you know, how you how it got, happened. yeah, how it happened, how you partnered up with your guy that you're working with. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then just like the journey to f- almost 500,000. Like yeah. that's just like, that blows my mind, man. Like a local guy, I'm, I, but see, that's the great thing about it is like, I think that if anybody can do it, I can do it. I think if anybody can, I, I, I see people trying to do like, Hey, you know, Joe Rogan got a hundred million dollar contract. I'm not <laughs> saying that I'm doing, I'm going to get a hundred million dollar contract, but you know, we're trying to replicate things. We're seeing things that we're interested in. We like doing it. Like we're passionate about talking to people and getting yep. to know people. And so just tell me like what motivated you and how did you execute? Like that's, yeah. that's awesome. Well, what kind of where this all kind of stems from is that way back, uh, when I graduated, uh, from high school, I actually got into acting a little bit. I always dreamed of being an actor, you know, the whole classic sort of Hollywood approach, right. whether it was behind the scenes, you know, being the guy that holds the light or, or whatever. You just want to be a part of it. I just want to be a part of it. Yeah. I wanted to give, I'd bring you your coffee if you wanted, me right. to, whatever. Um, and so I got into that. And uh, long story short, I was actually had the chance to either move to New York or LA at the time. And like agents were like, oh, yeah, we'll try to get you jobs because uh, going through like, I went through, um, acting like workshops and then we went to this thing out in vegas which is seen that you were at which yeah. is cool yeah. uh and then um you know so that I, I always wanted to get into it but i never i never really pursued going out anywhere at that point in my life i just felt like i wasn't necessarily ready to go leave uh one stoplight floyd and go straight to new york or uh, los angeles right so i kind of held off on it but then i was like i can still do something online with this whole youtube thing coming in that was like 2010 11 really when youtube was starting to really take off right um, and so I was like, I want to mess around with it and, and kind of experiment. Um, fast forward a little bit more. I learned that I was a good writer when I went to a, a New River Community College and I was just taking my English class and I was like, I like to type. Uh, and then I'm um, for another YouTube channel called Halo Follower, which it follows the Halo video game. Yeah. I think he's got like 800,000 subs now too. Uh, they had like a little shout out there like, Hey, do you want to like write articles for fun and not get paid? And I was like, <laughs> so I decided to do that and got into that pretty much wrote like 50 articles for nothing before I started making like a little bit of pocket money. Yeah. And then that $5 turned into a hundred dollars, turned into $200. Um, and then I was like, Oh wow, there's actually some money in this just doing like writing. Yeah. 
Uh, and then I met Alistair, who is my uh, co, uh, I guess, owner, producer, creator of Dangerville. Right. He actually lives in England. Uh, we met through that. I seen this guy on on Facebook who was sending way too many like long paragraphs, like arguing about his opinion about this video game. And I was like, that guy has way too much interest in this. I'm going to see if I can get him on the team. Right. And so I emailed him and, uh, and then pretty much got him involved with the Halo thing I was doing. And then we discovered we were friends and we're like, hey, you like dinosaurs and Godzilla and King Kong and stuff that can eat you? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> we both are like, yeah, let's do, let's do this YouTube thing for fun. And so we started Dangerville. Um, just started making videos just for the heck of it. And uh, the first probably 10 videos, probably, you know, they struggled to get a thousand views or so. But then there was that one that got 5,000. We're like, oh, yeah. and there's that one that gets 20,000. You're like, oh, yeah. And then fast forward, what is it now? Four or five years later. And it's been my full time job for the last three years. Yeah. And you know, I'm living off of what I get from the channel and all that. And we've grown to 500,000, uh, almost 500,000 yeah. subscribers. And it's, it's been a crazy ride in the midst of all that. There's been a whole lot of like behind the scenes drama that you wouldn't know that goes on in the YouTube world and all sorts of fun, you know, adventures and stuff in between. But that's kind of like a quick summarized version yeah of yeah the I, I want the i want the long version i want to try to get deep onto yeah. like yeah, all right so like your partnership agreement like yeah i mean how does that work i mean because you know because i'm i'm getting a network full of people that have interest in this and i want to be valuable to them you know and like spin them off my show and do something for them and and try to create for them too mm. like how did how did you guys come up like all right we're gonna go this and this is you got it on paper like i mean do y'all have, have like a handshake agreement or like yeah how it, does that work yeah so this like is, who really owns the channel like how do you like definitely and it's yeah. very weird and that that is a a strange connection or deal that we have to do. I don't know how many other YouTube channels or companies in general that are co-created by a guy from England and a guy from the States yeah. and then having to deal with the YouTube way, how they send income, which is where they only have to send it to one person. Yeah. But then that one person has to pay the other one. And like with taxes and yeah. all that their taxes are different than our taxes. Yeah. So I guess what we really agreed on when we first started was Whatever this channel gets, we'll just split it 50-50 and let's just bro-code it out as yeah. best as possible because yeah. at that point, there's not really much else you could do. Right. Uh, and then, you know, fast forward to now, we kind of have like a loose kind of contract between ourselves that we created just for potential, just because we're getting kind of large enough to the point yeah. to where it, it kind it of might, it might it matter. Might matter. Yeah. Uh, so we have a little little thing like that, but I mean, yeah, we both just pretty much split 50% of what the channel comes and then uh, through our other ways of revenue, whether it's sponsors and like merch and stuff like that. It just kind of depends Y'all on have like, Dangerville t-shirts. We do. I nice. almost thought about bringing one. Of, I should have. I should have. <laughs> I have a few of them. Uh, I, I definitely probably should have. But yeah, we got some cool merch and, uh, you know, we get like sponsorship deals sometimes and just depends on which one of us puts more effort into that job currently, mm -hmm. I guess is how, okay, well you did most of the work, you get a little bit more and right. we've just somehow made that work for the last four or five years That's since awesome. 2017 is when we started Dangerville and yeah. I've been doing YouTube since 13, 2013. Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just crazy the ups and downs of a YouTuber and that's like something that I want. Uh, you know, like people to kind of get an idea of is that it's 
it's not like the glamorous sort of life that a lot of people think they either think you're like you got no life and you make a bunch of videos and you're like some weirdo or that you know you you, you just this you're just a drama queen sort of whatever you know something like that but yeah. it or, or just top top like driving around in like a Lambo. fancy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. There, there's that's the that's the sort of typical general vision of what a youtuber is but in reality it's gotten to the point where there's kind of so many people that have at least done got it decently i mean i know a guy who has seventeen thousand subscribers in floyd as well mm. and he's making good good money off of it right now wow. too so there's so many people in the game right now yeah um that that are just normal folk who are just just kind of hanging out doing this as their job and yeah. not doing the glamorous life and they're just sitting behind their computer they wake up get their coffee sit there be like all right let's go you know so it's not always just this like hey i'm an influencer right, you know right. so we're in that weird just actual realm to where we actually kind of treat it like a tv show yeah um and there's a lot of production things and that kind of goes back to where i just want to be behind the scenes of anything right movies, hollywood whatever growing up and this is where we are now right yeah so it's been interesting, man, for me and my journey. You know, I've you know four or five years ago, I got this, I got this vision in my head that we're sitting in right now, and I put it together, and I've really just struggled for attention. I've just struggled for like to have have compelling enough conversations, I guess, you know, for people to tune in, you know. But I guess it's just a matter of like we're young. I mean, we've got you know not even thirty of this show you know, 50 of the previous show. So, I mean, I guess it's just, just keep plugging along. Yeah. And, I mean, you're probably putting out videos daily, aren't you? Well, how we've always kind of rolled with it is try to at least get two a week. And two that's week. at least two. Yeah. Sometimes we've had three. Sometimes we've had four or five. Sometimes we've had one or none. Yeah. But we tried our best to at least get, you know, one. I get one out and, you know, my buddy gets one out. Gotcha. And that's kind of how we've rolled with it for a while. But, yeah, the channel didn't really take off. We started in 2017. It didn't become to where we could, I guess, get full-time off of it until late 2019. Mm -hmm. And so everywhere in between it, we were, you know, struggling. I'd say we put out 50, 50 videos before we both started making, you know, you know, enough money maybe not to live off of but like a solid hunk of money gotcha. uh, so yeah it really is uh, it's a mixture of the grind and a mixture of coming up with something that's exciting something people actually want to talk or hear about yeah uh and and it's it's hard to continue that even now you know we'll put out a video and be like and it won't do nowhere near as good as what we think it should have done or yeah. would have done and then you think about it and you're like that was kind of a lame idea, wasn't it? <laughs> and so it's like, you're like, ah, uh, you get kind of lost in like, I need to just crank stuff out constantly. Yeah. That you sometimes forget that, like, okay, I, I need to actually get something that people want to listen or tune yeah. into. I and, mean, at the at the beginning, I do believe that uh, quantity will spur quality. Usually, but, but then yeah. at that at a point, at the at a point where you know what the audience wants to hear from you. Then you got to go deep and just do do great content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's totally what has happened, and especially how YouTube has changed in terms of how they promote you on the algorithm. Yeah, uh, it, you really they want you to grind your butt off at first and really work for it, prove that I guess you're dedicated to yeah. where they can be like, okay, we can trust them to throw our ads on there and make some money off of this person. Right. But then from there, you can ride that as long as you want. One issue that we've had with the channel 
focused mostly on current pop culture things where it's the monster verse, you know, the recent King Kong and Godzilla movies yeah. or uh, the Jurassic world movies with the new one coming out. Right. You know, we're going to focus on that is that when those movies are popular, your channel is on fire. Yeah. But when they're not popular, your channel is just, yeah. just sizzling out and you're like, Oh no. Yeah. And What's so the next thing. What's yeah. The next yeah. Thing? You're like, Oh, I got to constantly bounce around. And so that's when the whole quantity thing kind of, quantity over quality approach kind of comes back to bite you in the butt yeah. because you don't have that nice core audience that is coming to you strictly for you and yeah. what you produce right. and like your amazing high quality thing. Yeah. I have a, a couple other buddies in the YouTube game who their approaches, he, 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 you know, they only get like two videos out a month, maybe three, but those two or three videos are bangers, like yeah. straight movie or TV show quality stuff right. and their fans love it. Uh, and that's just, that's kind of the, the ideal route. Cause I feel like you can kind of push that forever. Yeah. Whereas if you kind of focus your content more on like current topics and things or like trendy stuff, it's only a matter of time before it kind of fades away and you got to get creative again. Yeah. So yeah, starting off is, is it's hard. It, it really is. Yeah. And I think, uh, it's, it's made hard for a reason and they make it harder every year. It seems like because every year more and more people are trying. Yeah. I mean, you weren't trying to do this a couple or, you know, at least how long have you been? Well, doing I mean, I, I've, I've had this vision for, for about five years, but we're just yeah. now to that execution point Stage. where we're like steady and yeah. I've got a flow and yeah. So like we definitely, you know, it would have been nice to have, have had this, already set up four or five years ago and just been in the middle of the routine. It, yeah. But the, you know, and the problem is. with me too, is I'm that, I'm that guy that's trying to catch the trend and I'm trying to have the conversation. I'm trying to have the, I'm trying to have that interesting, compelling conversation and then, and then move on to the, the next trending thing. So yeah. that's going to be, I yeah. see the difficulties of that. Yeah. And it is. And that's, I mean, you can, you got to use those to build you, but at the end of the day, you, yourself is what matters that's, that's what true. people want to come back for right. you know you'll get the casual people that don't give a damn that just randomly stroll across oh this guy's talking about a trending topic you yeah. know the new batman movie's out oh i'm gonna click on this video just because the new batman's movie right. out and this guy's talking about it right. watches the video they're like okay and then they go away and they don't care about you ever again right so you, you if you got to really make them stay yeah. after they click on that clickbaity kind of trendy topic. Right. They're like, Oh, I got to keep coming back for Scott or right. I got to keep coming back for Jacob. Yeah. You know, that that's really the key. And that's really what separates the super huge YouTubers, like the million million plus tubers yeah, definitely. from, you know, the people kind of even like our channel, the ones that are between, you know, the, the working class YouTubers is kind of what I like to call them like right. between like a million and, you know, 10,000 subs you know, because those are the YouTubers that are really kind of, you know, they make just enough money. They're not living glamorous, but it is like a, a normal grind yeah. of like, you know, daily, daily I mean, jobs. if you get to 10,000 subs on YouTube, I mean, I think there's probably merch. I think there's probably merch opportunities and sponsorship yeah. opportunities and stuff like yeah, that. At even that, even point, at that number. Yeah, at that point, you're at least making side money, good yeah. pocket money, like enough money to where maybe you could work like a, a chill part time or a more free kind of job on yeah. the side and just be like okay well this is cool and that's that's kind of how I started as well I guess that's be a good point to kind of add on to my story is yeah. that for the first few years of doing this I was 
I was in college and then I worked a part-time like farm job. So I was doing farming or like um, local produce, like putting a bunch of potatoes in a bag and <laughs> shipping them off to people. And I was doing that. And so I'd get sweaty and wore out and just sunburnt and just beat up, come home, chug a big cup of coffee. And I'm like, all right, let's start typing and get into it and just do another couple hours of that. And then I'd, I was able to bounce it around and kind of had a little bit of freedom that I really enjoyed. And that's something that I've really found the last few years doing it full time is what I love because it allows me to do stuff like this yeah. and where I'm not stuck, you know, doing some job I don't want to do. Right. I can you know get out and do more creative things and then yeah. go home and catch up on my work, you know, and th that's kind of, it's really cool to be able to do that and being able to, you know, bounce around in between different sounds things. like you're living a life of passion you just got you got your youtube thing you got your farming thing that you're still doing you know you just said you came from i do it for my exactly. uh, just for my fun exactly for, for myself at yeah. this point yeah. just because it keeps my head on but that's awesome that's <laughs> yeah. awesome that you you get to pick and choose the way that you live your life yeah if i want to wake up and work from 5 to 10 a.m go outside and work out whatever for four hours and then finish off with another three four hours of like editing a video that i wrote and and voiced and did all that in the morning then that's what i'm gonna do and that's that is really the beauty of this this whole thing it's yeah. it's that's the the yeah you can sometimes get a video that goes and makes ten thousand dollars and be like holy crap but at the end of the day I think what's more important than any of the money that comes in is the freedom. Yeah. And then I think that is what true people chase. Like if you just try to start this stuff for the sole goal of making money, yeah, you probably won't get there. Yeah. But if it's like your passion and you see like the, the true end goal, which is the life you truly want to live, which will fuel your passion, you just keep going no doubt. and you make it work until it, until it work works. And yeah. then, yeah, right now I'm working, I got like a bunch of, different uh, endeavors that all kind of stemmed from this. Yeah. So. And that's what, I mean, I do, that's what I'm doing with the real estate. I mean, this, these real estate sales, you know, are going in some revenues going here because this is a passion of mine, some revenues going into investment. You know, I've invested in real estate. So like I take, I take this and I go and try to create a life that, that equals freedom. I mean, it's yeah. all, that's what it is for me too. So it sounds like we're kind of cut from the same cloth when it comes to the pursuit of why we do things yeah. and why we get up, yeah. you know, every day and do the things that we do. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's funny that you mentioned that too, because whereas you're, you've been a realtor for 15, good, almost 15 years. Okay. Pretty much your whole probably adult yeah. life more or less. Yeah. Uh, and now you're trying to get into this realm. Yeah. I've been doing this realm for the last eight years and now I'm actually almost about to take my realtor exam to get into nice. that realm as, as well. So nice. it's kind of, they're kind of, yeah. kind of molded. Yeah. It sounds like you need to be a part of the team. Yeah, potentially <laughs> we'll see how that goes, right. but yeah, no, for sure. Uh, that's just kind of weird. Like when yeah. Yeah, I first kind of, we contacted each other and I'm like, wow, man, he's like the inverse of what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And I think, like you said, at the end of the day, it's kind of that modern day entrepreneurship kind of passion that you yeah. just like i have the internet i have i can sell a house or invest into all that or yeah. do all that to make it to where i'm not working from eight to five and yeah. and, and money just that. shows up in the mailbox you know yeah like yeah i mean i get i get a oh there's a money in my paypal okay yeah you get paid like one you know once a month or whatever with youtube but you right. know it teaches you how to be smart with your money too and you know i have to do my my own accountant, my own, right. all that stuff, just keeping up Does on YouTube track. Does YouTube send you a 1099? So here's another weird thing. 
I swear, I don't know who else does this. I would love to know if there's another YouTube out there, YouTuber, influencer, whatever the heck you are, that has a guy from the States and a guy from England doing it. Because technically, my buddy Alistair, the the other creator of Dangerville, he's the one who, I guess, technically uh, owns it or started it because they only allow you to... uh, one person to start it. So yeah. at that point I was over here working on just nothing that not the right sort of stuff. I was editing my video with windows movie, movie maker. Right. And anybody who knows that knows that that's nothing. That's, yeah. that's, that's when I first started, I had nothing. I was just like winging it and yeah. he was helping me. So, and he had, he went to film school. So he had already a lot, he was a lot ahead of yeah. the game on that. So he started off with that. So they send him the money. Um, and, but then, it's weird because it starts off from Google, which is obviously American dollars and American company. They send it over to England. They turn it into pounds, their currency. Right. And then he has to send it, send back. it back as dollars to me. And so it's like this weird, crazy thing. He doesn't get it. Uh, the, the tax form thing that, yeah, the 1099, he doesn't get one because they don't have those over there. Yeah. They, they get something else. And then I just have to document all my pay. Like I'm, a, I'm technically, I guess, an independent contractor, yeah, even yeah. though I'm the co-owner of the channel. Right. In terms of the legality, but I think of it, yeah. I think both of you would cons- be considered independent contractors because you know, yeah, YouTube's not W two in you guys. I mean, they're you, yeah, you are independent contractors through that platform. So I really just think it's probably simple. He has to document his side. Yes, that's has, exactly. Yeah, and you have to document both sides. But I would think yeah. that Google would send you a 1099 if you make over X amount of dollars. No, it, well, they they that's the thing to where it's all set up to him. Mm. They don't get a 1099, uh, so the money that he sends me, they don't know about me. Te- oh, technically, wow. they don't. They're not paying me. He's paying me. Oh wow! Even though they're paying both of, it's really weird. Yeah, it's it's a strange situation. Yeah. Um, it always makes tax season fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's worked, and I had you know, there's no hiccups that have ha- happened yet. So nice. it just it pans out, I right. guess. Right on. Right yeah. on. Yeah. Well, that is interesting. I got a good uh, CPA recommendation for you if you need it, but I'm sure you've got it. I'm sure you've got it under control. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get into like your content. Yes. Let's get into like why you went this round. Like this is obviously a passion of yours. Um, so let's just talk about like the like the latest and greatest and what's going on. The with monsters your and the dinosaurs and yeah. all that. Why why we cover that and yeah. talk about that. And and I did you know that we you know just before we started the show we watched a couple you know yeah. you had like. 60,000 views, 45,000 views. Like what, what can you contribute to that type of view count as far as income goes right now? Oh, just to give you kind of a rough idea. What, what, what I like to say, if you can get a video over 50,000, you at least made enough money to make your work worth it. And you got to take into the account that him and I split it. Yeah. So it's kind of weird when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, if you can get over 50,000, you pay for the video. Yeah, you at least feel like you're like, okay, that wasn't kind of a waste of time. Gotcha. It, 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 sometimes it's different because if you get a video that has 30,000 views and it's like a 20-minute long video, that'll make more money than if the video was only like three minutes long. Mm. Um, so I guess like to give you like a rough kind of idea, and it's it's pr- different for probably every channel depending on multiple hidden variables that no right. one knows about. Uh, a good example, I guess is a uh, hundred thousand views. If you get a hundred thousand view video and you're rocking it about, let's start off for a five minute, that video will probably make 
300 and some dollars. But if you make that, that 100,000 video and it's 30 or 20, 30 minutes long, that 300 and some dollars will easily double and you'll get probably like 700 yeah. dollars or so because they get it. more chances to put ads in the video more chance you get more chances for that and then it just it, it kind of it it appears like it kind of um multiplies with every big milestone you hit mm. so when you hit a million usually a million video is like it's like a few thousand dollars mm. but then the difference between a million and two million is drastic yeah it's like it triples and then wow. if you do even more, it kind of does it again. So if you see those YouTubers that have a 10 million view video and it's like a 30 minute long video, unless they got some uh, legality like copyright or, or they, they cuss too many times or some sort right. of stuff like that, that video made a lot of money. Right. Like, uh, though you can kind of get, so if you, if you hear them and they're complaining about not having enough money, that they're lying. <laughs> uh, but it's hard to get there though. So if yeah. you, if you make a video that only gets 30,000 views and it's six, seven minutes long, you get like a hundred bucks and it, that gets kind of rough when you put, you know, five to 10 hours into creating that and you're like yeah. uh, 10 hours of work for a hundred bucks. Maybe it's like, it's, it's, yeah. it's a little rough. No doubt. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Where were we talking about? Well, that? well, we, we were transitioning into your content, and then, yes, I, content. And I, and then I brought it, and then I brought it oh, back yeah, to like the, the, the money income. Thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Now, so, so let's, yeah. So, what's like the trending thing you yeah. guys are on right now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so. I guess where I started talking about the whole dinosaurs, Godzilla, King Kong, and all that, I always loved the stuff. Jurassic Park, growing up as a kid, my yeah. dad got me in, involved in uh, the Godzilla movies, the old cheesy Japanese Toho ones. Right. They're real great if you look at them with the right mindset and you have yourself a couple shots before you go to watch <laughs> them. Uh, but, yeah, so that's kind of what made me love this content and be able to be like, okay, I, I can make – I've always loved dinosaurs. I'm the, I'm the dinosaur nerd. Gotcha. Um, uh, so that, that was – kind of where that stems from making this sort of content. And in terms of recently, you know, what's really hit big with us is that they've made, uh, obviously these MonsterVerse movies since 2014, Godzilla, 2014. And then they had Kong skull Island, which came out in like 17. And that's when we kind of started the channel should have started a little sooner, yeah. uh, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, and then they had uh, King of the monsters, Godzilla in 2019. And then recently Godzilla versus Kong, which came out last year. And then on top of that, um, you know, all the Jurassic World, the last two movies, and then the new one, Dominion, that's coming out. So th that's kind of always been our main kind of, I guess, our babies of making right. content is this, you know, this So they've kept you flush with opportunities. It has made it to where we, they have allowed us to pretty much grow to where we are right now and be able to talk about the older stuff, too, that isn't necessarily as, as big. You know, one, one thing that we try to do and really want to do is go and make modern day people or young either kids or just people who never watch the old stuff uh you know respect it a little yeah. bit like so you're trying to give them history and then you're trying to give like an appreciation modern, for yeah. yeah like yeah. modern pop culture stuff yeah, yeah. and all that so yeah you like you like hey this is cool it's trendy yeah, yeah. and then you're also like but let's kind of like learn a little bit about right. some stuff right. too so let you know we'll go and Talk about like a cool story about the guys who used to wear the Godzilla suits. Uh, you know, <laughs> like you know, they, the guy would go and sweat off like twenty pounds right. after wearing this thing all day back in the '60s and all that. And you teach, you, and it'll do good. The video gets a few hundred thousand views or something like that. And you're like, okay, cool. So I taught some people stuff they might not have known, and 
And then we can go and make a dinosaur video that maybe it's a paleontology video to where we're like, hey, this new this new predatorial, you know, something like a T-Rex, a theropod dinosaur was just discovered or wow. has been recently, like, you know, put in the books as an official dinosaur. Right. And we go and cover that and like, okay, we can do that. But then also there's this new Jurassic World trailer. So kind of working off of both the nerd and the nerd, like pop culture sort of side, but also kind of trying to educate a little bit, trying to be a good good role model-ish kind of, yeah. you know, like it, it inspiring the young folk. And uh, it was really cool. And um, before all this, you know, COVID nonsense and, bef- you know, before stuff started getting back to where we can travel easier, in 2019, uh, they had this event called, well, they still have it, but it was um, this event called G-Fest in Chicago where mm-hmm. me and uh, Alistair, my buddy, we actually flo- flew out to Chicago and there was like this convention that went on for like four days or five days. Nice. And, um, you know, being able to meet like, people have actually come up and actually give a damn about me, which was really weird at that point. You know, like I didn't think, I still don't think, you know, I'm like, like it doesn't like some people like, you know, even you saying like, Oh, he's got a big channel. Or you think he said like this real big YouTube or big YouTuber. I'm like, I don't really see myself as that. I'm still just kind of a, a guy. But when I went out there and like had like little kids, like eight year old, you know, comes up to me and is like, Oh, Hey, can I get a picture? And their parents are all like cheesy with it. And they're both just like, huh. And you're like, Really weird for the guy that comes from Floyd, but uh, you know, I'm glad that like that's happening. Yeah, you know, you know hey like, man, you, cool. I don't, I don't think you can, I don't think you can gain five hundred thousand YouTube subscribers without having so, someone. I, I mean, and, and not having some sort of some sort of fame that comes with it in your niche. You know, like like wherever you are, if it's if it's in that realm, people are gonna people yeah. are, people are gonna know who you are. Yeah, true. Yeah, and. and you know, I don't show my face all that often in the videos either. I've probably only, there's probably out of the, gosh, I think we've had five, 500-ish videos or so that we've put on the channel. I've probably only had my face in like 20 of them, yeah. 30 of them maybe at the most. I bet if you went to one of those conventions and set up a booth and just was like, you know, wanting to talk to people about it or had something, had had your merch to sell or something like that, people would flood over. Yeah, you know, that's something I've kind of learned the last little bit of chunk here is that I've kind of reached out a little bit more to, like, people and just actually kind of, like, hey, like, you know, what happened with you? Like, I'm a full-time YouTuber, you know? And, like, people see that and they're just like, like, I'm getting, like, you know, I can see that that kind of has some some pull in it now to be able to be like, I have, you know, Dangerville 500,000 almost subscribers. And, like, it does. Like, it it almost gives you, like, a weird appeal to people, which, like I said, is still strange to me. Um, but yeah, the, as far as content goes, it, it's, it's, you know, monster related stuff, stuff mm. with teeth, stuff that can, you know, beat you to death, you, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, right. like, it's just that, you know, humans have always loved monster stories. Yeah. They've been around since the dawn of humanity. Yeah. They have all these stories and what we always kind of say that we kind of joke about, um, the handful of kind of tight knit YouTubers in our realm that we've become friends with is that like, we're like the modern day equivalent of the guys that sit, you know, around the campfire and like tell monster stories, you know, like you <laughs> yeah. know, like get all like dramatic, and, right? You know, that that's what we're trying to do to, you know, just instead of around a fire, it's a little kid watching a TV, you know, right. whatever, you know. So that that's what we try to do and try to, you know, like just hit that approach because uh, not not as much normal. I wouldn't say normal, but like your everyday person, like it. it there's this weird stigma that like only kids like dinosaurs and only kids like 
you know, monsters and right. like, like, oh, it's a kid thing, grow up or whatever. But then yeah. that same person will go and laugh their ass off on a Marvel movie. And you're like, well, okay. Yeah. And, and it's like odd how that goes. So I, I've kind of always, at least in my own head, wanted to, wanted to push this content out to the more general audience, you know, guys like you guys yeah. got, got uh, guys that you know blue collar people who might think like oh you know like i gotta work hard and don't that's child stuff you know like <laughs> I'm like oh yeah but like yes it's, it is but in a way but like it's also fun for everyone if there's a lot of deep uh, meaning to it and uh a lot of the time and it's just fun to talk about these these things you know especially like dinosaurs because that is the one thing that kind of bothers me the most like i went out to colorado last year and actually went to like a little uh, one of the most famous dinosaur footprint trails. Like you can actually oh, wow. see some uh, footprints. Like I like put your hand near it and all that. It's like wow. embedded in the rock on the side. Pretty cool. Really, yeah. yeah pretty. Uh, that sound yeah, it's very cool. So I, I went out there and checked that out. But the actual like building and all the other stuff in between, it's like all stuck in the '90s and it's all like kid, like super kid, kid related and just goofy. And so I've kind of made it a goal of mine to like push this stuff out to like the general folk. To be like, it is cool. It's not just a kid thing. And yeah. so I guess like morally, that's kind of, you know, something I'm really trying yeah. to push towards. I uh, mean, it seems like it's, it should be general entertainment kind of like, I mean, if Marvel's, if Marvel appeals to the 40, 50 year old and they're just as excited as the kids to go see, you know, Iron Man, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. you know, trying to get that same energy behind yeah, you know, these dinosaur type movies, Godzilla's and yeah, the monster that, stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Jurassic Park. I think, I think, I think people are like our age or older are pumped, and that's why they will take their kids to see those yeah. types of movies because they're also pumped to see them. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. No, I just yeah. don't think it's it's as yeah as mainstream. So yeah, that's a good purpose. That's a good purpose it's for you to main, help yeah. for you to help it. Yeah, help it climb mainstream. Keep it, keep it kind of going to that yeah. mainstream level of like I just I, I just want people to be able to have that sort of bond. You know, it's yeah. it, it it does exist in what we do, and more so with the Jurassic films than anything else. Yeah, because they're you know they've always been awesome. They've been around for oh dang almost thirty years now. Yeah. So like we've all grown up with it at this point. Yeah. Uh, uh, but like the rest of whether it's like the more science based like paleontology and all that like actual dinosaur dinosaur stuff. Yeah kid stuff uh and you know godzilla and, and has always been a joke king kong is kind of the only one to where like a lot of people like because i think people just love the story of yeah. kong it's just such a great like story of ex exploration and adventure and like heartbreak and just you know right. humans doing bad stuff and you know whatever yeah. uh but where godzilla has always been like oh, it's just a cheesy guy in the suit with the the, yeah. the the dubbed over lines to where the english doesn't match their lips and everyone's just like oh it's cheesy it's lame trying to get my wife to watch a godzilla movie it just it doesn't work these newer <laughs> ones i can get her to kind of watch sit through them all but the old classic ones just doesn't happen and uh you know i'd like to be able to make it to where people can be like yes it's goofy and cheesy but like we don't got to make fun of it because a lot of a lot of people in that realm they're very shy mm. a, a very very like what's the right word grungy i almost like they're very underground for some reason the kaiju fans is what i'd like to call it the actual mm. giant monster uh based off of like japanese uh you know stories like godzilla right. and all those animes they have over there pacific rim is another another uh you know series i don't know if you've 
I'm not. I'm not calling you that now. They're very cool. It's pretty much giant mechs just destroying like monsters that are trying to destroy the world. It's your classic take, take, but it's just super cool. Gotcha. Um, and and, and uh, yeah, they're they're it's th- that the kaiju realm is very much nicheified to a point to where like usually most people that like it are like the quiet kid, or like you know they, like. I can't like really describe it any more than just saying they're kind of outcasts a little bit. Now there mm-hmm. is some more, you know, general folk like I said that are into it, but uh, it'd be nice to get even more to come and yeah. and and kind of make those two worlds come together and not be, you know, you don't pick on them for liking it and don't think that they're jerks because they think you're a weirdo and kind of on that whole kind of like deeper emotional level because that's where it is now with a lot of this content, uh, this kind of. Like, it's stuff you shouldn't take serious. Like, none of it's real. It's make-believe. All of it is. But movies and TV shows kind of dictate our lives in the current world, you know? Like, what do we do when we go home? We watch Netflix or watch HBO Max or watch this or this series or that series. Oh, this new series is coming out. And then you see people go and be like, they changed something. My life's ruined. And then they go and, like get all anal constantly online <laughs> and they always bicker and go back and forth and yeah. then there's like this weird feuds and all that so it, it's it's important to i think deliver the right approach with this stuff because it's it's really influencing a lot of people you know back in the day we had our saturday morning cartoons yep. that influenced us like it's the same you know thing. we we probably had that same growing up yeah uh but they don't really have it as much these days right. like a this lot is of the, this is the new version this is the new version yeah. uh for a lot of a, tens of millions hundreds of millions of people you know uh this is their their saturday morning cartoon or whatever so you it, to be able to get it out there and and, and spread positive messages you know I, I know a lot of people try to get into weird agenda talk and, and all that and we won't go there with none of that yeah. but i think what really matters in in my realm with the channel is just like i said just getting everyone to come together and be able to nerd out over something that doesn't matter but we can have fun with it and be passionate about it you know i, I i'll be the first to say that it's a bit odd for me to go and be like uh, there's this 10 second scene in a movie. Let me go create like a complete fan fiction lore, nerdy sort of story in my head, write it up, make a video sort of based on that. Mm. And then be able to also go around and, and, and do this, you know, I'm like almost 30, you know, I'm like pushing that level. I'm like a full on adult, but yet I'm, I'm just as goofy down with, I'm doing kid stuff. Right. Uh, and, it's just, you know that, you know what, that, that'll keep you young. I think, I think that right there, like, having that imagination and like getting that out of you and like being able to go back to that. I think that's going to keep you young for a long time. Yeah, definitely. And I've met a lot of successful guys and and ladies who are like the group that came before us in like their forties or early fifties, kind of like the, the, the first footsteps sort of people that, that took off in the eighties and nineties, whereas we're like the thousands kid or grown-ups taking advantage they were the first like uh you know nerds that kind of took advantage of that that yeah. realm uh, and i've met a, a good bit of them who actually worked with the big time producers you know like all the warner brothers legendary uh i actually spoke with uh stan winston's son matt winston stan winston is the guy who made the animatronics for oh, Jurassic wow. park uh wow. Jurassic park all of those, like pretty much any movie that you've seen in the 70s, 80s, and 90s that had like a robotic monster, uh, you know, the, his 
crew wow. made that. And I yeah. got to talk to his son because he passed away. But wow. his son's also been in movies and stuff. And this was back when we first started the channel. But that's that was one of the most interesting, cool things, and that you can still kind of meet uh, the the older folk that are kind of setting the the, the door open. And yeah. and what's really cool about doing YouTube that I've kind of put together is kind of the the doors that it does open like right now uh i'm actually there's a group of uh like a group of five of us who have like big presence in our community our online community yeah and uh we're actually designing our own monsters that we're going to try to sell as figures as well as create a universe that we could potentially uh like pitch to like a studio sounds like sounds like nft type stuff it, it could know. it could be i'm not really familiar with that stuff too much i we know we all need to get familiar with <laughs> crypto and nft type stuff yeah and if you're if you're developing something based off of like dangerville that can do anything it's it's got to be focused on that too so maybe I looking can, ahead to the future yeah, yeah we've talked about it a little bit with our our talks but i guess we'll get there more yeah, but yeah so i love that i yeah, love all that, that we're creating like me. this this whole world that never would have happened if i didn't do this youtube thing you know yeah. once again just the guy from floyd right and i'm talking to to a guy that you know across the people from across the world new york yeah. city colorado london yeah. i've talked to people in la i've talked to people in greece and australia if you can create the next family guy or you know the next animated series that goes you know 500 episodes you know that's that's you never know and yeah. and that's that's all stemming from this and and i'm really excited about that because we created a world and yeah. then we, we're going to try to pitch it with some figures first using our channels that we've created yeah. to, you know you know sell them or you have whatever. clout you have yeah clout. You, you, you have five hundred thousand subscribers on youtube that's impressive uh, you know someone walks in and you know you have a big following like that they need to talk to you i mean yeah really. and that's it's really come to come to motion with that lately yeah. and uh and so and that's pretty cool and and then there's um I, uh oh yeah no i told him that but i didn't tell you which is what i should say too as well and i just uh recorded my first podcast episode with another person who makes you know content in our realm and so it's not like a this awesome setup to where you got the actual personal connection which is really cool first time i've ever done this yeah so this is sweet i usually i've done plenty of podcasts but it's usually like i'm staring at a screen and just hear voices that are delayed yeah. and we all interrupt each other because we can't see each other and it's it's hard right. uh but yeah so i just started up a new one of those we got to record at least a handful of episodes before you can put them out and like spotify and all that i think and then um we're gonna try to kind of make our own sort of podcast in that world as well so yeah there's just all sorts of different endeavors like you said really at the end of the day the main reason why youtube is awesome is the freedom and the doors that it opens if you're a creative person it's really wonderful and it, it, it and i guess to kind of sum up my story is that instead of having to move to los angeles or to new york i can do it from floyd i love it brother i love <laughs> it that's the stories i want i want see that's the that's what i'm passionate about is like i love this area i'm from this area i grew up in christiansburg yeah i uh i feel the same I didn't want to. I, I moved away. I moved away. I thought the grass was going to be greener. Grass was a not greener. A lot of people do around here. Yeah. I, a lot of people do. A lot of people think that they got to get away to make a life. And I think you being an example, me being an example of creating the life we want and being discovered from here is possible. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And with today's world, you know, say what you want about the internet and social media and like all the negatives that it's 
caused and whatnot. Uh, at the end of the day, it's also allowed us to be able to do this stuff for yeah. people like us, uh, the people that aren't city people that didn't grow up with really good internet or, or even huge connections. Like mom didn't yeah. know home dude that knew the, the, home dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's, that's, yeah. that, that is another big issue is that to get into the actual worlds of, of the entertainment world is that it's like, you had to know the gatekeepers. 90% of the time it's like. Oh, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows, you know, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. And let, let me get, you know, we'll say hi to you yeah. and maybe he'll, you know, give you a job. Right. That's from, I mean, obviously hard work will get you in and, and you and can happen. It's yeah. not all that, yeah. but it's definitely. You need that. less luck. <laughs> you need less luck today than you to need. make it happen. Yes. If you're unknown. Yes. Yes. You need less luck. All it is now is you can get the work because there's no, I mean, there's kind of, there are the new gatekeepers, but the yes. access is wider. Yes, yeah, and and it's very cool. It, the, the door is the biggest it's ever been, uh, which is also hard because it's the most competent. Comp I, I don't know. I don't like saying competition in this world because yeah. if it is, but like I like to just be like we're all kind of just getting in on it together. But there's so much more people trying to do. But it. I do yeah. believe in abundance too. I don't believe in living a world in in scarcity. I think there's plenty of of opportunities. There's plenty of things to go around for the people that are willing to work for it the most. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really where it's at. I've heard tons of people that I've been friends with who I, heck, I just know as Xbox live friends or stuff like that right. where they talk to me and they're like, man, I wish I could do what you did. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I wanted like, blah, blah, blah. I want to so do lucky. Yeah, You're so lucky. Yeah. Bro. And You're I'm so like, lucky. I wanted, yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's like, do it. Yeah. Do it. No, I'm not, I'm not lucky. I might've gotten a little lucky, but I worked. Luck is involved in everything, yeah. you know, like everything. Yeah. I put out a video. If it gets goes viral, there's luck in that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there was no luck involved in me writing 40, 50 articles and not making a penny off of it. Yeah. There was no luck in that. Yeah. That was just me putting the effort in, putting Because you wanted to do it. Because exactly. I wanted to. Yeah. I was like, hey, you know, my buddies be like, hey, you want to go hang out? And I'd be like... I got to finish this thing that doesn't make me any money. <laughs> well, that sounds real stupid, man. You know, that's yeah. what they'd say to me. Yeah. But then now they go and talk to me and it don't look so stupid anymore. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it, it, it's really cool. I love it, it. I like doing this sort of stuff. And I like that, you know, I can kind of be a catalyst in, in our area, whether it's, you know, the Roanoke Valley or the New River Valley or wherever it is, kind of, you know, pole vaulting this into the next uh, realm for our area to really make it happen. You know, I know I've met, you know, now you, I've met, uh, an older gentleman who makes like outdoor videos, really awesome guy, which I'd love to connect you with him because yeah. he's super smart. He will talk your ear off. Yeah. Uh, uh, he has like 17, almost 20,000, uh, subscribers. He knows a guy who lives right down the road from him that he met randomly outside walking in the woods who also lives right beside him who has a decently big channel on like mushrooms and uh, like, you know, the, wild, going bro. outside. And then there's a, um, I've never officially met him, but I know there's a, uh, like a doctor guy who actually moved into a house. I used to know, have some friends that lived in, he bought their house and He's got like a channel with like two million subscribers. He does, but I won't That's give him, I won't give him the whole like he's because he's not fully local. He you know yeah, this yeah. is probably like his third house or whatever. But well, now, either way, and now two he's in our world. How does that work? Exactly. Yeah. Now he's in our world, and, and and there's there's lots of I think more hidden YouTubers and and 
you know, online media entrepreneurs in our area. And if, mm. you know, like I could be someone who helps get them together to be able to stop hiding, yeah. come out of the dang woods, literally, probably, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we live. It'd be cool to actually build a community in a rural environment and yeah. show that you can live in places like this and still chase the arts. Like you don't have to just be like, I got to go, you know, you know, where work, it is. work a normal job or yeah. whatever. Cause that's a mindset a lot, like, especially in like the South and our rural areas is yeah. that like, you, you got to go, you know, do some sort of hard work or whatever, which this is hard work. YouTube yeah. is very hard work. Yeah. Online stuff is very hard in a different way, mentally. Yeah. Uh, and, um, it, it, just to be able to allow more people to get into that because I feel like the entertainment world is not getting its full potential of people because there's so much people that just are afraid yeah. or think that, why do it? I'm not going to succeed. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to. There's no point. No one will like me. You don't know that. Yeah. I didn't think anyone was going to like me. Apparently people do. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, it, yeah, it's cool. I guess that's my goal i guess out of all this and we'll see where we go from here i love it so you answered my next i was like you know what is your uh, what is your next goal there what's your ambition beyond what you're doing and you pretty much laid it out and that would be great to bring a community together of people that are like-minded that have the same goals that are from this area or living in this area currently and help everybody get discovered in a way whatever the way they want to be and yeah yeah there's so much awesome individuals that 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 want to get out there that are just afraid to get their foot in the you know get a little, they just need a little nudge out the door yeah and i love the fact that you you are seeing the podcast value and you're trying to go off on your own on that if i can be of any value to you there i mean i'm opening this studio up i'm trying to i'm trying to give this as a platform where people can come and create their own show you know what i mean so like oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like you know, finding your place is great. I'm, I'm in this. I want this to be like something that, that I'm good at and people want to come on and, you know, we talk about whatever current event or whatever yeah. you got going on. But I also want to take a guy like you, a guy like my buddy Reggie and, and Derek, and I want them to bring me the idea of their show and then create their show here and use the studio and, and us collaborate I get you. Whatever. I, I totally get so, you. you. So you if want, you if you want to, you know, yeah. talk about that, I would love to talk to you about. Oh that. yeah, I'd love to keep talking about cool. more of that stuff in the background. And right it seems like we have a lot of interesting things that we could talk about. Yeah. You know? So just that's just that's just the the part of the game. You know. Yeah. There's so that's doesn't matter who you are. I like you know this sort of being able to like people with your mindset, uh, wanting to make stuff happen. Yeah. And like, there's it doesn't matter who you are. Like I said, that, that, um, Frank Taylor's his name and his, his channels, uh, nature at your door. He's like an old gentleman. He's probably 60 something. Yeah. And he, he would be right here with us saying the same sort of stuff. And I know on the same level, I know a kid who's 21 who's also on it. So like, there's so much variety of ages and yeah. different types of people that you could get together and, and really kind of do your, I guess what you're trying to be like behind the scenes, your Dr. Dre sort of building thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. You want to, yeah, which I gotta, is very I gotta cool. I got to step out one time, crush it, and then I can just kind of <laughs> fade back you and then mentor everybody else exactly. and just sit in the background. Yeah. And that's yeah. super cool. So I need to find my Eminem. Just looking for the Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Very cool, dude. Definitely. Right yeah. on. But hey, man, I appreciate you being on. Yes. Um, Dangerville, check out that. Subscribe to the channel. Jacob Smith. Um, 
I guess I mean that's a good that's a good ending point, man. I appreciate you being on. Oh man. no problem. Let's, Thank um, you for inviting me. Let's let's continue the relationship. Let's let's collaborate where we can. Yeah. And um, go from there. Go from there. Definitely. All right, everyone. Hey, thanks for. Hey, I'm just trying to get to a thousand. Look, I'm just trying to get to a thousand. I just want a thousand subscribers. Come on now. Like, I need everybody to run over to YouTube. If you're watching this on Facebook or wherever you're watching it, uh, you saw a clip on uh, TikTok. Go to the YouTube channel and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much.